Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? <laughs> no way! Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable. So thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. I am so excited today to share with you my amazing friend, Amy Weinstock, who not only is a girlfriend of mine who we've known for each other for a little while, but she has some super valuable tips that she is going to be sharing with us today all about our kiddos and how they are eating healthily in their home, and she has some yummy recipes for us. So before we get started with Amy, let me read a little bit to you about her. So Amy Weinstock is an award-winning news anchor turned food blogger with a passion for all things health and wellness. As an anchor, Amy helped viewers live a better life in a weekly series called Your Life, Your Way where she shared valuable information from health experts on topics ranging from nutrition, weight loss, sleep studies, and more. Today, Amy spends her time in the kitchen creating super nutritious, super delicious meals for her family and sharing those recipes with her valued readers. Amy's mission is to use her raw food certification to create recipes using real whole foods grown from the earth, right to your dinner table, and it's all on earthtoamy.com. So Amy, I'm so excited you're here with me today. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me and for the incredible intro. Oh, 
Yeah. I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. There's like a thousand more things we could have put in that intro. We had to narrow it down for you because you do so You're many incredible sweet. things. <laughs> that is too sweet. Thank you so much. Well, I'm so thrilled to be here and I'm so glad you're doing this podcast. It's incredible. It's enlightening. It, you're so just this breath of fresh energy. And I'm, I'm so glad to be with you today because you're doing a great thing. Well, thanks girlfriend. See you guys. I really just like to load this podcast with people who say nice things because it just makes you feel so good. <laughs> right. Nice things about me. So yeah, I you appreciate have to come on nice and say thing. nice things about me. <laughs> exactly. It's actually in the contract. Before you right. can come on, you have to sign right. away. All right. I need three, negative three points that say yeah. how great I am. Just exactly. Perfect. I love so it. I passed it. So I passed the test and here I am. <laughs> With flying colors, you passed the love test. It. And actually more than just saying nice things, you have some really nice stuff to share with us today. And yeah. I personally have been following you for so long, but I, I mentioned that we were friends, actually our big girls. Oh my gosh. They're like, yeah. mine is inching toward the double digits. Are you right? Same. Yes. They're exactly the same. So my daughter's birthday is in January. Okay. Isn't yours February? Mine. No, actually mine's a little bit before mine is in, oh my gosh, Dukes is in September. Isabel's is in October. So she's okay. October and she will be 10 years old in October. Oh, and I didn't realize that. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, we met when we met at mommy and me, there were little bitty babes. Do you like know we what were, that means? We are approaching a decade of being friends. Yeah. How did that it's just happen? It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> oh fate, as fate would have it. Like I, I, we totally hit it off. Our kids hit it off. It's like, we're really lucky to have each other, but yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Okay. Well, so those lucky kids, they're lucky, not just for having an amazing mom who takes them to mommy and me and does fun stuff with them. You are a killer chef. And like I said, I've been following you on your blog for a while. And I love looking at your stuff on Earth to Amy on Instagram because you post such beautiful things. But what I love is that it's not just aesthetically pleasing to see these beautiful <laughs> posts. These are yummy, delicious things that I want to eat and my kids scarf down. So yeah. So I want you to just start talking about whether you want to, sh I ask Amy on, you know, as you guys know, I love doing the threes. And so I asked Amy to share a few different things and I'm going to let you decide how you want to roll this out. But sure. I asked her to share like a good go-to snack, go-to meal, and even a good old cocktail or mocktail, because I feel like it is the summertime and summer just calls for that. Yes, absolutely. Well, I think first of all, Paige, like there's just such this stigma around food. It can be a good thing. It can be a bad thing. So I think the most important thing to start with when it comes to kids and food is to model the behavior we want to see in them because they're watching us as well. So I think when you're talking about food, we want to like start early on, like not only talking about healthy foods, but foods that will give them energy. And that's really the focus in our family. It's not about like, oh, this, this is healthy and this will make me skinny or this will make me fat or this is bad for you. It's like, you want to take away any of the negative connotations and really put the emphasis on what benefits you get from food. So it's, it's a positive thing. It's going to make me feel good. It's going to fuel me, but also let them know like some things, you know, aren't as nutritious for you. And so we kind of want to steer clear of those. But I think early on, that was my goal. I've always been like a health advocate and a health nut. So I was always looking for, you know, good recipes that will fuel my body. But then when you have kids, you're kind of like, okay, now I've got these little ones I want to bring up and I want them to have a positive, you know, relationship with food. So, you know, I, I did a lot of, I'm like, my kids are not going to have this, 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 and this. And then, you know, as you get, go along, they're like, okay, you become more relaxed. So 
Yeah. And that's really the foundation. My whole philosophy is just eat from the earth to your table. Like anything that you can grow, like that's what we should be eating. doesn't mean that we're not going to have, you know, candy at the movie theater or whatever, but it's just like, that is our, that's where we want to start. That's a solid foundation. So we're just kind of building upon that. And, you know, it's a constant battle trying to get your kids to eat the way that we want them to eat. And then, you know, they go to their friend's house and they eat other stuff. So it's like, mm-hmm. you're constantly trying to get them to eat the way that, you know, it's just going to make them feel good. So that's really the basis for everything that we do. I love that. And, and just like you just touched on something that's really important that I didn't think about to mention until just now, which is that oftentimes it is so important for us to lead by example and explain to the kids why you're eating that way so that when they're out of sight and yeah. mom is out of mind and her words are still resonating in your head because you're thinking like, okay, so maybe I do have this while I'm at a friend's house, but maybe sure. I do it in moderation or whatever. So yes. I really like that. I really like addressing that part of it as well. And then also my thing that I love too about your recipes is that they have to be simple or I just won't even attempt them. And so that's why I really love the stuff that you do as well. Well, as a mom, you're busy. You're doing, we're being pulled so many different ways. You know, we're the chef, we're the cook, we're the, you know, transporting them to and from school. We, we hold, you know, many roles. So the last thing I want to be is in the kitchen cooking all day long. So um, yeah, everything I do is pretty, pretty simple and basic. Uh, I use a lot of the exact same ingredients. So you're, you're going to have them in your pantry once you start using some of my recipes. And then, you know, it, like you said, it, it's, it's moderation and balance. And so that's what I really want to instill in my kids. So I love it. Okay. I'm dying to know you guys, she didn't tell me before uh, we talked, which ones were her picks. So do you want to start sharing with us now your sure. favorite stuff? Okay. Especially since it's summer, summertime and you have a little bit of time, but one of my absolute favorite snacks is my oatmeal chocolate chip cookies. It's literally three ingredients page. And then you can always add other stuff in it. The base is just two ripe bananas. Okay. And I hope that you are cooking and baking with your overripe bananas. The, I mean, if they start getting spots and getting dark, like that's when I get excited. I'm like, what yes. And you these? know, the cool thing about that is a lot of times at grocery stores, those, there will be a sale on those and you can grab those oh, up. And yeah. yeah. So we love a banana bread. We love a banana yes. muffin. And I never have thought to put so bananas in cookies. I'm going to get so great because that is an oil substitute. So, and oh, it's equal parts. So if a recipe calls for, you know, one cup of oil, that translates to one cup of bananas. So, I mean, that is a, a, and and you're getting potassium and vitamins, like as you, you know, that's different from oil. So the basis is just two ripe bananas, a little under two cups of oats, which I like gluten free oats, Mm -hmm. and then a half a cup of almond butter. So you're getting protein, fat, fiber, all in this little nutrient dense. It can be a cookie, you know, breakfast cookie. It can be just a quick snack. And then your add-ins could be if you want to put walnuts or, I mean, my kids are not nut fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do like almonds to eat, but they don't, they won't. If it's they're, in a cookie, they're like, what is this sharp object? <laughs> they're nutty enough on their own. They don't need to yes. add nuts. Okay. Preach. My kids exactly. are pretty nutty, but exactly. we really do. You just named all ingredients that my kids love and eat. So okay. I'm and really then, excited about this. And then add dairy-free chocolate chips or whatever chocolate chips, just like a quarter cup. Mm-hmm. And then you bake them like 350 degrees for like 15 minutes. It is my absolute favorite. You just store them in the fridge and that's just an easy go-to. And again, it's all healthy, real food Mm -hmm. and it's ready to go. 
So, oh my gosh, I cannot wait. Um, before you get to your go-to meal, that's so exciting. I just wanted to remind the viewers that you will be able to find all of these recipes in the show notes. And if you don't know what that means to go to the show notes for some of you new podcast (laughs) listeners out there, it just means whatever platform you're listening on. So if it's iTunes or Spotify, we're on every podcast uh, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, all of those places, or you can just go to everythingwithstyle.com and click on my podcast tab and you can click on this episode and scroll up. You're going to see all of Amy's recipes. So just know if you're out, you know, if you're doing laundry or if you are shuttling kids around, as Amy mentioned, we usually are, and you've got in your earbuds, don't worry. You don't have to take notes. They will all be there for you. So just wanted everybody to be aware. Okay. <laughs> What about your meal? Go-to meal. What are you guys loving? So our biggest thing, like, and this is also kind of goes back to how you want to prep your week. I have to be honest. I don't meal prep. Like I don't okay. sit there and go, okay, I'm going to have this on this day. This to me, it's overwhelming. And mm-hmm. I still haven't found a good way to navigate that. So I feel like the most effective way that I can meal plan is to do theme nights. So we're going to do a Mexican night. We're going to do Asia. We're going to do Italian. And that really does help. And, you know, we don't all cook five nights a week. So just a couple nights a week of having like, we're going to have a sit down family meal and this is going to be the theme. Then I know what ingredients and things I'm going to need for that meal. So my absolute favorite go-to though is our Italian night. I love going to the store and getting just a really good loaf of French bread because I'll warm that up. My kids will will chop that up and then I'll dip it in a little olive oil and balsamic vinegar. That's their little treat. And then I pre-make a salad put that in the fridge. My favorite thing to do is make my own croutons and it's so easy. Just some sourdough bread, chop it up, drizzle of olive oil, a little bit of like oregano, maybe a little bit of parsley and then salt and tiny bit of pepper. And then you bake it, like toss it all together, chop it up, toss it all together, bake it for like 10 minutes and you have your own like beautifully made croutons. So I'll pre-make that. Salad's in the fridge. You can pre-make your noodles, you know, just leave them on the stove after you've made them and drain them. And then my favorite thing is to crock pot meatballs. So, you know, three to five hours, it's, it's good to go. We have gotten on a kick of Beyond Meat. I'm a pescatarian and I don't like to put labels on like what I am, but I mm-hmm. do find I eat fish. I like, you know, plant-based foods. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, like my kids, they are gravitating to that route as well. And again, like they're modeling what we eat. So they are now kind of on board with that. So we're into Beyond Meat. So you just get a block of Beyond Meat or whatever meat you want, one egg, half a cup of Parmesan, a little salt and pepper. And then my favorite thing to do, it'll call for a half a cup of breadcrumbs. My breadcrumbs are one piece of a great quality bread. I like Ezekiel bread. I'll put like maybe a tablespoon of parsley and then one garlic clove and you blend that up in a blender and then throw it into your meat. And that is your breadcrumbs. So that's your binder. And then just pre-make your balls and you know throw them in the crock pot. Or if you want to bake them, just put them on a, a cookie sheet and then stick them in the fridge for when you're ready to bake them. You know, so... Okay. That's, I, so that's my meal. There's a lot of I, info. Just no, no, no. That was so good. And like I said, it's all going to be in the show notes. So don't worry. Perfect. But it, I want to know, is it weird that I'm getting chills? Like I, oh. I'm, I'm like, I you can do that. I can yeah. do that. Yes. And I feel you. I, yeah. And it, it's all it's, sound. Sorry. We're both balanced. getting it's excited. Very, <laughs> it's very, it's a very balanced meal. You know, yes. you've got your protein, you've got, and so we're into chickpea pasta and you, you haven't oh, yes. tried that. I'm telling you the flavor and the texture. I used to do a lot of quinoa pasta. To me, it can get a little crumbly almost. Mm-hmm. Like it, it doesn't hold as well, but there's so many like great chickpea pasta out there and my all my kids eat it. That's all we ever do. So the structure is incredible, but I'm like, so you're getting protein from the chickpeas. You've got your meatballs. You've got your greens from your salad. And then, you know, a little bit of bread just for, that's their treat. So it really okay. hits on all notes. 
this is very exciting to me. And I have like three things. Of course, I have three things that I have to say. <laughs> I want to tell you that I love that you make your own croutons because that is how I actually started getting my kiddos to really love eating salads. We would throw wow. on some breadcrumbs and I think they just loved that crunch, that different texture. They really liked that. And in the process, they were scooping up the salad. And, and then I would also throw in whatever their favorite, I think getting them involved. And I I would be shocked if you didn't mention this later yes. is getting the kids involved in the kitchen. That's the other thing is like getting them to help, you know, pull apart the breadcrumbs or cut if they're able to use a knife or folding the meat folding. That's not right. <laughs> I would see I'm not a professional um, molding. I think is what I was trying to say. The, the beyond meat into the meatballs. I think, you know, goodness, give my Duke anything squishy that he can squish in his hands. He's going to be all about it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Typical boy. Um, yes. But the, the third thing I was going to say is tell me about where you find your favorite ingredients. And then, all, I mean, so many of these, just like you said, it's like earth to table. They're so simple. You can find them anywhere. But do you go to a specific place to find this beyond meat that you like? Because I want to try this. Well, living in California, that's the thing. Like we have access to all of that. Like, so you can get it at Costco and I buy the block. They also have okay. the patties, like to where you can do hamburgers. And my daughter, my oldest is, that's all she eats. And again, that she used to like real meat, but it was just a matter of exposing her. Like we just happen to have that. This is what I'm, I'm eating. She tries it and she's like, oh, well, this is good too. Well, then now everybody's on the same page. It's amazing when everybody can be eating the same things, you know? Yeah. And it takes like 10 to 15 times for a child to actually connect to and relate to a food to where they're like, okay, I want to eat this. So like, don't get discouraged. They're like, no, I don't want that. I don't want that. Just give them time, give them time and give yourself time to keep introducing it. And then, you know, it, it might stick, it might not, but at least they can make a, you know, informed decision. Like, okay, this is not for me. <laughs> so, but yes, yeah, so you get at Costco. I mean, I, we're lucky to have great farmers markets. So that's my jam. Like every Saturday we go as a family, you are so spot on with letting them getting involved in the process. Like research shows that when they can help plan, they'll get excited about a meal and they're more inclined to try it. But the farmer's market is also a great place in the stores as well when they have samples to expose them to new foods. So I get a lot of my good quality greens and ingredients at the farmer's market. Bristol Farms is a great store that we have in California. Great produce. So I get a lot of stuff there, but you're right. And then I have my Trader Joe's stuff that I get, you know, so it's like I'm constantly like shuffling around to all my stores. But I think, um, you know, it, you can find it pretty much anywhere now. So cool. So cool. That is great advice. And I also just want to swing back and say, I love your idea of doing theme nights. That makes sense to me too, because yeah. it sounds like the way that you cook and the, the prepping that you do for it is really taking a lot from what you already have on hand or what, as we know that farmer's markets can sometimes have different things yeah. there that are available, or especially I would imagine that you probably work a lot of your recipes around what's seasonal. And sure. so, yeah, yeah, so I really like the idea of theme nights. I am so down with that. And it's just less daunting. I think again, yes. to say like, okay, I need like a, a long list of ingredients to make what? Not quite sure. Well, let me figure out what I can make. To me, my brain just is like, okay, that's too much. I don't want to add that. But yeah, if I go, okay, Mexican, I, okay, I'm going to create some cheese. I know I want, um, some meat. I need to uh, maybe lettuce boats instead of, or taco shells. It's just sure. easier to plan, I think. So that's, that's, that's a really, yeah, yeah that's yeah, my that's tip. A really good way to, <laughs> way to pivot too, based on what you have already. I love that. Sure. Okay. Now, so we are at the, the cocktail slash mocktail 
portion of the show, which I'm <laughs> thrilled about. Cheers. Um, cheers. So I want to know, do you feel like your drink of choice is going to go along with that theme night? Does it have some correlation? Tell me. Absolutely. That's what's fun is to make a fun little mocktail or mocktail or a real cocktail. So mm -hmm. yeah, with Mexican, it's going to be a little tequila soda or lime soda. My tip here is to add any kind of lime or lemon to your drink. Again, if you're trying to watch your calories and you know, mm -hmm. watch your weight, you definitely want to stick to like a vodka soda or a tequila soda. Tequila actually does have health benefits, supposedly is what they're saying, uh -huh. what nutritionists say, but that it, and it's, you know, there's some positive benefits to it. Whether so, that's true or not, I'm just going to go ahead and say that I was a part of that study. <laughs> I've been studying that for... <laughs> You're like, all I know is it makes me happy. Yeah. So, uh, it's got to be right. Oh but my gosh. So like, funny. Always add lemon or lime because that's giving you some digestive enzymes. You're just upping the nutrient content in your drink and add herbs, fresh herbs. That's one of the easiest things you can actually do for yourself is get yourself a little herb gar garden, just a little pot, have your own. But if not, the stores, of course, have them. But mint is great for digestion. You have parsley and cilantro that are great detoxifiers. Um, I was at a friend's house. We did margaritas last week, and she was adding fresh rosemary. But I'm like, oh, you're getting like, that. like, might as well get a little bit of health benefit when you're, you know, drinking. So that's just one little way to add. So herbs and get in some lime, lime juice or lemon juice, and, and you're going to be upping the nutrient content just right away. I love that so much. Ooh, I love rosemary. That's so cool. And also, you know, I got to tell you, good old mom, she's going to be listening to this episode for sure because she is like my biggest fan. She's so sweet, right? That's what moms are supposed to be. Yes. But absolutely. she is going to freak out when she hears you say digestive enzymes because she takes the <laughs> digestive enzyme before she eats. And the fact yes. that she can have a cocktail and it is just mm -hmm. built right in, she's going to be freaking out. So exciting. <laughs> mom, this is It's exciting. not an excuse to go crazy though. Let's <laughs> yeah, just, let's just a little bit. Moderation. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's and so actually cute. That's on awesome. that, yes. And on that note, uh, we did talk about a mocktail and she just mentioned to me, I'm actually with her uh, and my family in Tennessee right now, because we're recording this in the summertime. I know Amy's been on vacation too and seeing her family, but with mom and I, we were chatting the other night and instead of grabbing a glass of wine or something like that. We just did a little tonic water with the fresh lime and the lemon in it. Fantastic. And it was so refreshing mm -hmm. and it didn't even have alcohol in it. So that's so cool. Yeah. But I, I know, especially that. after being on vacation, like I feel like I'm going to have to do some you know, little detox, a little <laughs> detox. Yeah. But another, another thing I, that I love to do is I'll take like a, a whole cucumber peeled, throw it in a blender with a little bit of soda water and blend that. And then that will be the base for my vodka soda or tequila soda or just nothing. And so you dump that in, add, you know, a little more soda water just to make it to where it's not thick and, um, fresh lime juice, throw in some herbs and you have just a refreshing like cucumber soda drink. Again, you know, it, it's optional whether you want to add any alcohol, but I'm like, that's one of my favorite little, little drinks. That sounds so delicious. And again, I really like the idea of that being a lower calorie content and you're getting mm -hmm. some good stuff in your body too. So I love Absolutely. that. I love that. Yes. Well, these are so amazing. And again, they'll be on my website, everythingwithstyle.com and all those recipes. So you got to check those out in show notes. And I believe that there are a few other things that you wanted to share with us. I'm going to give you the floor before we wrap up. Tell me what else you wanted to talk to us about today. Well, I just think it's important to know that we're all trying to do the best we can. So be easy on yourself. If you're like, I don't even know where to start. Like I'm not eating healthy. My kids aren't eating healthy and health is a priority for me and you want to make some changes, just, you know, be patient with yourself, go easy on yourself, 
your kids will come around eventually just again keep exposing them to foods but there are uh, you know some proven ways to get your kids to eat better and one tip is to give your kids a little bit of power i like to let them choose what recipe they want to make whether it's picking out the, the exact meal or the vegetables or you know, like you said preparing it stirring setting the table you know those little things will get them excited about mealtime and and then more excited about trying new foods. So give the kids power, a little bit of power, okay? So that's tip one. Tip two is build on the familiar. So if your kids like at least like carrots, maybe start incorporating a little bit of hummus. Give them a dip. If they like fruit, apples, I've got a great little recipe on my blog. It's a Greek yogurt, a little bit of almond butter, and a splash of uh, maple syrup. So you're upping like the nutrient content. Again, a little bit of protein, a little bit of uh, calcium, but add, you know, a little bit of a dip to go with their fruit. Or if they love broccoli and they're eating it raw, try sauteing it or roasting it. Just build on that familiar. And so, and again, that's going to just expose them to other ways of eating things. And be honest, I think, too, about what they're eating. I used to, like, not tell my kids, okay, there's, there's, not, there's no spinach in that, you know, making this food. There's nothing in there. And I'm like, you just ate spinach. You had uh, some collagen powder in there. <laughs> they're like, mm-hmm. what? I'm like, just let them know what they're eating and continue to build on the familiar. And then lastly, I would say focus on mealtime, not just the meal, because research shows that that time spent at the dinner table, that bonding, that the talks, you know, getting caught up on the day with your kids, that is way more important than what they're actually eating on their plate. So I think those are my top three tips. Those are my little takeaways. tips. Yes. <laughs> I'm taking all of those away. I love it. And it's, it's cool because some things I feel like we're doing. So it's a nice validation that I'm making. Good yeah. choices, but then some things we aren't doing. And I'm really happy to hear these things from one mom to another who's testing this stuff out. And I, I trust that what you're saying is true. And I love that you've even got some studies to back this up. I do want to tell you one thing that I think is really cool, whether you are a pescatarian, vegetarian, eat everything under the sun and do not discriminate when it comes to food or are a total vegan. I think that one of the things that I've heard you say in a couple of your recipes is eating in a healthy way and, and choosing what however you're going to go about eating your food. You have talked about protein being in a fruit dip protein being in things that are meatless, proteins that you're even getting from greens and different things. And and I have learned about this in the last couple of years, but if you guys don't know this, if your struggle is like, oh, well, I mean, I'm a Southern girl, so we grew up with meat and potatoes girl and everything was smothered in gravy and it was delicious, but there's a time and place for that. You know, when you go back and you (laughs) see your family for the holidays, that's when that's the time and place. But on the daily, you really can lighten and brighten your meals and you don't ever have, I've even heard doctors say, I never have people coming in because there is a deficiency in protein. People are getting protein. So, so often people think like, oh, I got to have a main course. So I got to have a protein and that equals meat, not necessarily. So I love that you additionally talked about even in a fruit dip. And I'm, I'm sure you, you know this so well, kids love dipping stuff. They just love, they love any yep. kind of dip, right? Any kind of sauce. Absolutely. But then you also have to watch out if you're buying a lot of packaged stuff, there's so much sugar and things added. So and that's sugar. honestly why I started just making my own stuff. Cause I'm like, I don't need sugar. I don't need citric acid. I like, let me just get lemon. Let me get a real natural sweetener, maple syrup, raw honey. I love coconut nectar. It's like low on the glycemic index. It doesn't like spike your insulin levels. That's one of my absolute favorite sweeteners. But I was like, I can make this at home. And that's honestly how I started like 
getting in the kitchen and cooking. I was like, I could do this myself. And again, that's what you want to get away from is processed food because there's so much in it. We are lucky to be in a state where not physical state, but (laughs) where we are in life, that there are a lot of companies that are taking note of this. And so they're like, okay, here's just the five ingredients in these like chickpea puffs or whatever it may be. So we're kind of lucky where you can find like, there's a lot of ketchups on the market with no sugar, whereas it used to not be like that. My Italian night I talked about, there's great tomato sauce. That is just tomatoes, a little bit of olive oil, like not even salt or sugar that they sell like at Costco. So I'm like, why make my own when I could just, you know, have the convenience of that. So really pay attention to labels and, you know, realize if if it's, there's too much in it, maybe just go to your kitchen and see if you can just put it together yourself. And even like you mentioned the substitution, I love that your cookies start with two ripe bananas. Hello, nature sugar (laughs) and oil. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Incredible. So great. Yeah. Oh, I still, I'm, I'm going to get the most mom points ever when I'm like, hi guys, here are some cookies for you for breakfast. They're going to be like, what? You're the greatest. Oh I love Miss Amy. I, uh, <laughs> I love it. Well, we can feel good about that because we yeah. know what's inside. And I also love your tip about actually do really tell your kids what they're eating because then they're yeah. going to start respecting those ingredients more and be like, no, this is just like we're, and now my kids just have salad. Like it's no big thing. So if we're going to yeah. go pizza, we're just going to whip up a quick salad too. And, and kind of have that balance. So Paige, that is so key. What you said, like just having a, if you're going to have pizza or something that, you know, a little ice cream at dessert, say we're going to have a little bit of greens to go with it. I think getting in some sort of greens in your meal with your kids is so key, whether it's cucumbers or whatever. One last tip that we've been doing at the dinner table, and this is fun because my kids used to watch this show where it would be like a food challenge. So they would blindly test certain foods. So my kids was, were doing this like in between themselves. And so like, you know, they were getting stuff out of the pantry and blind, doing blind taste tests. So at the dinner table, like after we've all finished, we are like, okay, let's do this challenge between you three and everybody try at least something on the table. If you don't want to try it, you don't have to, you don't have to, but whoever tries the most foods at this dinner table gets a prize, you know, whether, whatever it may be, a couple dollars to spend on a game that they like. But so that is how my kids have been like sampling new stuff. We had scallops and shrimp the other night. And my <gasps> seven-year-old was like, oh my gosh, I love scallops. But can you make scallops? And I'm like, who would have thought she would, she would never try scallops. But because we made it into a fun game, now they're like, oh my gosh. So we do a fun little food challenge at the end of the night, like after, after our meal is complete. So that is a fun a- way just to make it fun, you know? Yes. That is a very fun bonus tip. I'm so glad that made it in too. I love, my kids would be all about that. And we love watching those fun kids challenge shows too with the cooking and the whatever. And again, it just gives them an opportunity to get involved with what you're doing, which everybody has to eat all day, every day. So this is a great way, especially to get the kiddos together for family time too. So, wow. I think this may go down as one of my favorite episodes. I'm going to keep going back and listening. No, I'm dead serious (laughs) because- I want to go back and listen over and over again. And I think the cool thing about the recipes and ideas that you shared is that you did mention that even if you've got a recipe that's going to be in the show notes, you can tweak it a little bit based on what you've got and and what you guys love. And and even in your salad, what ingredients you're putting in your salad, you can switch those up. I do have to say to you, funny enough, uh, when you talked about actually sitting down at the table with the whole family, you know, the kitchen is so always the area that we congregate to. So i told you I'm at home with my family and I had to apologize to my parents when they walked in the door after they had been at work all day. The kids had been swimming in the pool. I came, I looked in the fridge and I had, let me see if I could remember. I had broccoli, cauliflower, and Brussels sprouts. And I thought, you know, 
I think if I just take them all and throw them all on, you know, a cookie sheet and yes. I just drizzled some olive oil, I texted my mom at work and I said, Hey, do you have olive oil? I don't see it. She said, Oh yeah. In the pantry, there's a special kind that's got, uh, it's infused with different seasonings. It's like Greek mm -hmm. seasonings. It was so good, Amy. I drizzled over the top. I add, I just did a little bit of cracked pepper and I added some pink Himalayan sea salt and mixed it up and I stuck it in the oven. I didn't even know how long I was going to do this for. But I think I did it for like 350 for about half an hour. I pulled it out. I totally stinked up their kitchen because those veggies don't always <laughs> smell so great. We stood around. They it didn't even make it on the plates. My parents got home, the kids had been swimming. And so they were in their jammies right after bath time. So they still had their soaking wet hair. And we stood around the kitchen Island and we ate this stuff like candy. That's it was amazing. so good. Oh my God. I joke around like there's no produce left behind in my house. Like ah. I start looking into crisper and like something's wilted. I'm like, okay, stir fry. I'm gonna make a quick yes, stir fry. That's so smart. It. So that's so genius, just to like take what you have and make it into something that you know everybody's gonna enjoy. So yeah, yeah I love that. I do that a lot too. That's awesome. so cool. Yeah. yeah. Did I make you proud? You made me so proud. Oh, oh, like, I'm, gonna have to, I'm gonna have to do that now. I'm gonna get some Brussels sprouts. <laughs> there was nothing better than baked Brussels sprouts, by the way. So, oh my gosh. There's, oh my Even Duke. like a little balsamic on that and then yes. with olive oil and then you bake that. It's fantastic. Okay. Thank you for that reminder because I used to do that with, I would get green beans and tomato, ch little cherry tomatoes. And I would throw those in and do a little balsamic, a little olive oil, pop it in the oven. And that too, we would just so scarf good. it down. I got to tell you my five-year-old son, Duke, he will eat three helpings of Brussels sprouts when I make them that way. That what is amazing. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It. So That's I love incredible. that. No, no produce left behind. Eat, you know, raw, exactly. You yeah. may not eat raw Brussels sprouts. Like you could chop this up and be like, no, I'm not having it. So then you're like, okay, well let's try that food in a different form. And then remind them like, Hey, you're eating Brussels sprouts. Maybe you didn't like it that way, but you know, because you took the time to try it a different way. Now you've got a Brussels sprouts eater and he's eating yes. greens and getting vegetables and, vit yes. and vitamins and minerals and so that's and fantastic. I would imagine there's probably some, I don't want to say fake, that's not the right, but like meatless bacon. They probably have that out there too, if you're going to throw that in. Oh, I'm sure. You know Brussels what sprouts. makes great bacon what? is car carrots. You peel them very, very thinly. Paprika, a little bit of like garlic salt, and you bake it. It almost looks like bacon. Like it's, Stop. well, depending on how it can look just like bacon. And also like portobello mushroom, like the big ones, but just throwing yes. a little spices. And that's, so that's like vegan bacon. Okay. So, I'm starving. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go eat and have a Let's cocktail. Eat. Well, listen, <laughs> while you're making these recipes and you are eating all of these delicious new things with your family, check out all of the different places that Amy is on social media and everywhere. I, I said earthtoamy.com. Tell us where else we can find you, Amy. I'm also on Instagram and it's earthtoamy, but it's underscore earthtoamy and then underscore. So, and also okay, on Twitter, underscore earthtoamy underscore. So perfect. And then are left. you. Amy Weinstock on Facebook? I am. Or, yes. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Well. I was thinking yeah. that too. Okay. I love this. I love it. Oh my goodness. You. you guys follow Amy and tell me if you guys make anything, let me know about it and then tag us and you know, Fantastic. do a picture and tag us. We'd be so excited to see. I think I'm going to have to try carrot as the new bacon. Hey. I love it. Yes. Yes. Do. And let me know what you think. Okay. Sounds amazing. Amy, right. you're the best. I love Thank you. you. Thank I'm you. I'm so excited to listen back Thanks to this episode me. over and over. Yeah, of course. Thanks for being here and tell your family I said hello. All right. Will do. Be well, Paige. Thank you. Thank you. All right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I look forward to talking to you next week. Bye-bye. 
Thanks for listening to another episode of the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everythingwithstylemom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes, that's Apple Podcasts now, and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing.